This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Buckets. Uh, We are still obsessed with the NFTs of the NBA, and we figured who better to talk top shot with than the first man behind the first mint, LG Doucette. You're getting bucket buckets. Sir, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Can't wait. I know. I don't know how much you like talking about. There's this new thing called Top Shot. It's like kind of hard to describe. It's basically think about digital playing cards, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but they're so not exactly moments. playing cards, right? So they move around, LG. Yeah. Right? How many of these conversations have you had since, I don't know, <laughs> September? <laughs> you know what? Well, I in the last like month and a half, quite a few, but from September to December, zero. Other than like drunk, drunk on Zoom with a couple friends who are like, "Nah, man, that's bullshit. That's so stupid." And then, and then now they're the ones kicking themselves for like not listening to yes, me. Yes, everybody wants to be that drunk uncle who told you so. <laughs> well, that's it. That's what I've so. become. And I actually, you know, what's funny is that uh, my, my brother does one of the shows with me, and, and his he has a teenage son who I I gave his son some moments for his birthday like months ago, and then wow. he tried to tell his dad, my brother, he tried to tell him about it, and Phil, my brother, was like, "Nah, I don't care," and like. That was in like October. And that's when like you could buy all the series one stuff for like a dollar, like all the rares and legendaries, like the legendary like LeBron cosmic was only like, you know, three grand or and it was like the most expensive one in the game. You know, it's like that was then. And now it's like, you know, he's kicking himself. He's still doing well, but. Kicking himself, he didn't get it That's, earlier. It's very <laughs> similarly. I got ten shares of Nabisco stock from my uncle for my bar mitzvah. Uh, I haven't checked if it's worth quite as much as a Lamelo Ball rising stars moment, but I feel like it's definitely gone up since 1996. Oh yeah, crackers have been mooning since '96 <laughs> for sure, <laughs> dude. Ritz for sure. <laughs> NF Triscuits, they call them. Yeah. You never, um, you never know what's going to be the next big thing, man. You right. never know. That could be that could be the next GameStop right there. You can start it right now. <laughs> well, Billy's the one who told me about Top Shot in January, and like I jokingly bought a JaVale McGee dunk, and like, all right, Laker guy from last year, that's great. And I like yeah. kind of jokingly sold it two days later for like a four dollar profit. I'm like, all right, that's enough of this. Smash cut to six weeks later. I'm like, all right, uh, quickly for $2,100. Is that a lot? I don't know. The marketplace is down. I'm like talking to you. I'm seeing the first mint. I'm listening to your podcast. I get involved with that. So why don't you start from, I guess, the top of your top shot journey, which is how did you Mm. hear about this? And like, how do you become, people call you the woge of uh, top shot. To me, you're more like the Zach Lowe. You know, you're analyzing, looking at the macro picture. You're not just breaking news. You're sort of getting in there with the information, making it digestible and interesting to the common man. Totally. Both of those are comparisons that I am totally not worthy of, but I, I, I very much appreciate that. Lowe is a new one, so that's, I will, that's awesome. That's a very Zach Lowe thing to do. You're being very humble. Yeah, just, exactly. just brush it off, so, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... All this started, I think like many people this past summer, I had maybe a bit of extra downtime as I couldn't go anywhere and 
Uh, you know, maybe had a little less work than I was used to. I don't know what everybody's situation was, but for me, it was not a life crisis, but just a bit of like a where are we going from here? You know, I've been working in like marketing and content and all this stuff for years, for like a decade and was already sick of it before the pandemic. So at that point, I was like, what am I going to do now? And I had a couple of pals that for years they've been saying like, you need to get into blockchain. Like we need good like content people, good communicators in here. Um, you know, just just look around. And I had ignored the CryptoKitties call from three years ago, which CryptoKitties was the last craze from the same company that got so big that it crashed Ethereum when it got big. Um wow. So this, the same business, you know, these Dapper knows how to build that viral product. And I had ignored that call then. And this time, this summer, or this past summer, when I got into, you know, read about blockchain and understood how it worked and very quickly found NFTs, I realized it was the same business and that they had built a new product and that it was also like licensed by the NBA. So that immediately like drew me to it. I was already a basketball fan and looking to get into blockchain, lots of other great NFTs out there, but that was by far the only one that was like, okay, well, there's actually a giant brand that's behind this yeah, one. Yeah, it's other ones legitimized are kind of, suddenly. It's legitimized. The other ones are, are cool projects, and they don't they don't need a license. They've they've created kind of their own thing, which is great. Uh, but for Top Shot, it was like, no, this is there's a comp- there's a giant IP here that wants to back a blockchain product and develop it. So I'm in. And honestly, I joined like early September. From September to December, it was. It was dead by today's standards, honestly. Like, especially the off-season, November was, like, just flat. And it's just because we hadn't hit that, you know, that critical mass of people that then started in January. Just, we were nowhere near that. And at the end of 2020, I decided that, you know, I was going to make a go of it in this year in terms of trying to make some kind of business or just put my skills into blockchain, whether it was writing or podcasting, just covering the NFT space in some way. And one of those ideas that I had to do that was to start a little podcast around Top Shot. And the first week it came out, had like a couple hundred downloads, which made me so proud. People around the community that I knew were like, hey, man, great (laughs) podcast. So you got a great voice. You should do it more. And I was like, yeah, thank you. And then here we are like two and a half months later. I'm like, I'm like the Woj of podcast (laughs) or a a podcast of Top Shot. I'm the Woj of Top, Top Shot. And interviewing guys like Daryl Morey, and it's like it's 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 a total trip. But that also speaks to just how quickly Top Shot has grown as well, from like relative obscurity to like super mainstream. Right. I I assumed you had worked for Top Shot because you had like so much insight and information. Like, how the hell does this guy know so much about what cards are sorry moments are coming out, what like challenges are uh, happening, and. You know, it's a credit to the blockchain that all this stuff is publicly accessible information. You were just smart enough to be able to, like, read the tea leaves. Not even tea leaves, literally information that's there. Just to organize it, and I think part of a good game, and it's not necessarily a game right now, but if you look at it like a game, part of a good game is a bit of mystery. And I think what Top Shot actually does exceptionally well is not give away the best part right off the bat. And they do that in a multitude of layers. One is, I think it is kind of fun that we don't know what's going to happen in Top Shot. We don't know what the challenge is going to be. We don't know when the packs are going to come out. That was like literally one of my first questions ever in September. It was like, when are the packs come out? Where's the schedule? And they're like, there is no schedule. And then over time, I've come to appreciate that. Well, I was like, okay, well, that that come, makes us along for the ride. Like if I knew there wasn't packs coming out for three weeks, I wouldn't even check in for three weeks. I'd just come back in three weeks, right? But yeah. it's like this is... The, the the surprise and the mystery is part of it. And it's also a little surprising, on another... if I may interrupt you, it's a little surprising yeah, of course, to me please, how yeah. we've all adapted to chaos. 
Like we've all accepted that this is like perfectly fine and perfectly normal. (laughs) Like this is not perfectly fine and it's not perfectly normal. Hold on, there's different stages. Run towards the fire as fast as we can. Like, well, uh, Billy, there's different stages though, and you can relate to these stages. Where the first stage is skepticism, you hear about it, like, nah, that's bullshit. And then second one is intrigue, and then the third one is like glory because you get a pack and you open it and you get a of LeBron course. or something like that you're like yes I love this <laughs> yes. and then and then stages like four through like 99 are just all the stages of addiction where you're just like <laughs> in and out and you're like I can't do this anymore and you're yes. like but I need it you know and you just you're just in the cycle and that's what they do exceptionally well is keep people coming back to mo- for more which speaks so well to just the like the internet culture that we have now of just like 24 7 stay on your toes there's news every day that's not necessarily a bad product right Right. like that might just be the modern product is that you're part of this mass of people that all like reactively like freak out and then also rejoice right all together i feel closer to the top shot community that i have to like any other online community or any other normal community i have in a long time right and i don't know why but this is how it is that's one of the coolest things, I think. It might be a bug. It might be a feature. But like when they're like pack drop in eight minutes, I'm getting texts. I'm sending texts. I'm reaching out to friends. What number did you get? I'm nervously checking, like squeezing cards and poker games. It's just yeah. like, and we're all in this together. I'm tweeting about it. People got it. Some people didn't. Yeah. Then you get it. You FaceTime. You open. You stream Dude. it. It's such a it's a trick-or-treat-esque rush. What other product has that ever has have you ever done that for right it reminds me of like when beyonce would drop a surprise album at midnight or something and suddenly for like a small window everyone had to freak out collectively (laughs) about this one thing talk about it you know talk about your experience with it like live tweet the experience that's like Mm -hmm. one close thing but they've just created this like marketing machine that just keeps feeding itself like throughout every stage amir just listed it's just marketing itself further and further without having to put billboards on buses you know we're just talking about it relentlessly and they do it just they tread that line so perfectly. Like they're just so finely on that balance of like just enough information, but just too little information. And another way they do that incredibly well, and this is this is part of a larger layer of what I think they do incredibly well, um, is they don't give up the best part. They save the best part for last. I, I got into like a semi argument with Darren Ravel on Clubhouse a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's a great, great start sentence. to any story. Great <laughs> sentence. We can't blow past it. Can't blow past it, LG. Yeah. I've 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 interacted with him a few times about Top Shot because he he talks a lot about Top Shot, which is which is great. You know, I'm really happy he's covering it and he's into it and he's into NFTs. Yeah. Um, but we got into he came into the Clubhouse room I was in uh, with my friend Drew Austin and he came rumbling in. And about 10 minutes in, he's like, Luke, like, listen, I don't care. All these highlights, they're trash. Like, I don't care about Ish Smith uh, assist. He's like, I want Michael Jordan game six winner. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Darren, I was like, I was like, you'll, you'll get it. I was like, but you'll get it last. Like, if the first moment in Top Shot was a Jordan Game 6 winner, like, it'd be downhill from there. Like, what? why would we even play? You know, it's like the idea is that anything from basketball history could be go into Top Shot and also that there's stuff to come that hasn't happened yet that will be in Top Shot. That's what makes it, that's what they do so well is they balance that. It's like, no, 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 Game 6 winner, Jordan, that's like, that's not coming for five years, man. That's way down the road because right. that'll by far, that's when we'll decide if that is the best highlight ever, right? Like that's collectively as a market, we'll decide that. You can't right. start with that. Like that'd right. be insane. Right now we're like, you at the mouth for like the opportunity to own a Jay Crowder. You know, exactly, like serial number yeah. twenty two thousand. Like exactly. I don't need. <laughs> yeah, wind us up, wind us up on the most base. The analogy I keep using is like if you go into an ice cream shop, it's like 
if you start with the best flavor, you'll never want the other other flavors. But if somebody says this is the worst flavor and you have to start with it and work your way up, then you'll still be happy to get like lime, freaking whatever <laughs> weird trash flavor. Lime. But you'll, it's still ice cream. It's still ice cream. You're still like, yeah. I love ice cream, right? Even yeah. though it's the weirdest flavor, you're like, I'll start with the shittiest one. That's fine. And then I'll work I, my way up to like gold medal ribbon or whatever it is. I think I would pass on mint chocolate chip. Like that's how much I dislike mint <laughs> ice cream. It Damn. doesn't compute. It tastes like frozen toothpaste to me. <laughs> I almost would rather not have ice cream than to have. That's funny. Frozen a, toothpaste actually sounds chip. good to me. Frozen yeah. toothpaste. Just the idea of that. It's like, I'd eat it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a tube. As long as it's cold That's, enough. Fuck it. Um, talking about starting with the worst flavors um, in the ice cream community or, you know, just starting low with somewhere to grow. Uh, the past couple of weeks, the Buckets listeners have gifted me a couple of cards. And each week I freak out because I can't find their names and thank them. So if you'll give me 15 seconds to thank five people and I'll tell you the cards wow. they gave me to really show you where we're starting <laughs> from in Billy's Top Shot wallet. Okay. A person named Balt gave me an Ish Smith. <laughs> a person named Phoenix 2 gave me an Ish Smith. <laughs> Ish, ish, not ish, but ish. Why is it yeah. ish? Is it not ish? ish? That's, the, that's the noise you ish, make when you get it. Man. Yeah, got it. Right. Yeah, that's what I opened it. Sorry. Ish, <laughs> ish. Spalds gave me a Daniel Tice, LG seven oh nine OG Anunobi, and Big Boom only J Crowder. So, folks, wow. room to grow. If you want to okay. gift Boom Explosion any sort of moments, that's me. Boom Explosion. That's solid. We're looking to exceed that level of card right now. Yeah, we got our own little community here, and it's starting with those four basketball players and boom, explosion. Wait, Billy, is, is that all you have? Is that all you have, Billy, that you only have these gifts from people? Like, you didn't get anything yourself? No, I did. So I got a couple of packs, nothing that really stood out, except I got the, um, in the all-star pack that came out, my all-star, my, like, selected all-star. Do you know the pack I'm talking about? I'm certain you do. Oh, yeah, the Seeing Stars Seeing one, Stars? That big three, three yep. 65,000 pack drop. So this was my exciting moment to be like, I know I'm going to get a valuable card here. This is going to take me to the next level. I got a uh, Vucevic uh, yeah. out of 10,000, serial number 9,700. So it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. It's high. But yeah, it's, it's an it's all-star. It's four digits. It's, it's four digits, man. It's four yeah. digits, dude. There's only one Better with than five. five. There's yeah. only one yeah. with five, LG. And that one's probably worth more because it's the last one. Of course it is. It is. I'm, here. I'm stuck in the middle. <laughs> last mint is worth more by far. How did you meet your community of like, you got the plunge father, you got your brother. Now it's like oh, starting man. to, you're starting to like flesh it out into this whole, it's almost like a public access band of wacky characters that I, you know, I listen to the uh, few of the Twitch streams, and I assume you guys are all like friends from childhood. But I talk to like these guys, like, no, I met like LG on Twitter like six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've known I've known my brother my whole life. That part for okay, sure. Yeah. So that 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 yeah, and that's actually one of the most. That's actually one of the most like on a more uh, serious emotional side. Like that is actually one of the most fulfilling things is actually to be doing like this show with my brother. I think everybody when they're a kid pretends to have like a radio show at one point or another. It's like part of most children's experience, right? right. We used to have this like toy recorder that he then passed. He had and made his own radio show, and then a couple years later he passed down to me, and I had it as well. And you know, sometimes some of us, one of us, would try and call into a radio show and get on the air. So now to actually be doing a show and covering like something we're both really. Uh, passionate about together is like is actually incredibly fulfilling also our parents listen to the show wow and I don't know if you've listened you've seen the friday show but like um there's i revealed to my brother and this is a true fact that at one point my mom 
was on top, our mom was on Top Shot, and that she got a Cool Cats pack, which Cool Cats was like, if you know anything about Cool Cats, originally, like six weeks ago, it was berserk at first. Yeah. She got a Cool Cats pack, and she got a Devin Booker, and she sold it for like 500 bucks, like wow. right away. She didn't She didn't even offer it. To, she didn't even tell she was on Top Shot. She just went straight up and sold it. Cash and money. That's a very savvy mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah. And um, anyway, so it's, it's, a bit of, it's a bit of a family affair right now. Uh, the, rest of the, the rest of the gang... Honestly, like just great community members, you know, I, I early on I was, I was looking for some help and also looking to just get closer with people who were doing something a bit similar to me, which that is basically creating some value for the community, like trying to get those statistics out. And even, even like you guys were saying, listening to the podcast, my podcast and saying it helped you learn some stuff. Like I was looking for other individuals who seem to be on the same mission. I think like a lot of people see this, it's been kind of a gold rush, right? Like who's who's selling the picks and the axes, all these people going crazy. I was looking for the people who were just trying to help people find the gold, not trying to necessarily sell them the shovels, right? Like people that kind of had a, a better intention in their heart of of seeing this through and, and seeing the longevity that could be in Top Shot. Those are the types of people I was kind of more keen to chat with and luckily found quite a few of them that are all all awesome. And now we're all starting to have some fun together on First Mint and, and you know, looking to kind of galvanize that in the next couple of weeks. It's so cool. It's such a fun community. And uh, it's obviously yeah. very like-minded people because it's everybody that's been like, one, a basketball fan, two, nerdy enough to understand this blockchain stuff, oh, yeah. three, like math-oriented of like the whole investment side of things. So there's a lot of overlaps. And as such, the audience is like probably aligns themselves very much so with the hosts. I know I do. Absolutely. And, and you know, again, it's I've said for a long time that in blockchain, we really need better community or we need good communicators that to me has been the huge gap even since I, I didn't get in that long ago but that was so immediately obvious to me that it's like in blockchain it's like there's developers there's designers there's like traders but i was like man there's really a huge deficit of people that just want to help communicate these complexities oh for to sure. everybody else i, I, I feel and that's, like the yeah it's like the mouthpiece of blockchain three years ago was that dude at the party trying to explain why bitcoin is like really important right now and he had no idea and you're like oh no please stop talking you don't know what you're talking <laughs> and he had like, like a it was bit, such, it was... bitcoin tattoo and shit like that you know what i mean it's just like it was so weird a couple of years ago now yeah. there's so much cool stuff in blockchain but we still need more people who are like just willing to absorb it and then regurgitate it in simpler words to other people and Lucky for me, you know, I've been able to do it. And there's a lot of other great people in the Top Shot community who are doing the same thing. And just mad respect to all of them, man, because it's like we need that badly. And a lot of them honestly doing it out of their own spare time, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the fact that it's such a public thing means like, I mean, I just saw today that uh, the Evaluate.Market guys are now uh, linked to on the actual Top Shot. It's like this third party yeah. app that they were able to analyze the data in a beautiful way. And now they're part of the movement. Like, I don't. I don't see why the first mints uh, take on every moment can't also follow suit. Not that you necessarily want that, but it just seems like. So you're saying that when you go to a when you go to a moments page that you'd want like a little video of me telling you about the moment or like giving yeah, my, my comments right. on it. Honestly, I would pay five dollars per moment just to click next to. Let's say it's uh, <laughs> God. I can't think of any other names now. Ish, other than well, the Ish Smith. That, yeah, Ish Smith. Yeah, yeah I think it's only. Yeah, yeah, this is the Ish Smith pod. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, you know how many of these Billy owns? <laughs> I would pay five dollars like, for you to film that video. As it turns out, LG, <laughs> your 
not only well-spoken, but you're like incredibly thoughtful and generous on Twitter. I'm reading some of like, cause you're tagging me. I'm part of that bracket challenge and I'm reading some yeah, of the replies yeah. and I'm like about to like curse these people out, these ingrates. And then I like read your response before me. And you're well, that like, one guy today, Thanks for your feedback, man. I really appreciate it. I'm like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like leave you're us alone. You're never going to get a thanks for your feedback from Amir Blumenfeld. Never. If that's not already like, abundantly clear. You'll was, never hear that sentence come out of his mouth. I mean, this mouth. guy was like a uh, turd Ferguson for sure. That guy was intense, man. That, I mean, we got, there's a lot of passion in the community. I'll give you kind of like, I'll give you the PR answer, but like we got passionate fans out there, man. That's right. But the thing is, is that I it's feel like money. we do. T- it's all money. Everyone is yeah. stressed about money. Don't it's, well, that's it. And, and I will me, say, man. You guys know this. Top Shot can be a stressful product. It could be. It could be really frustrating. And inevitably, being so tied close to it, it's like I, we're putting ourselves on the front lines there. Like we're just we bear the brunt of some of that inevitably. Just mainly because I I tweet. I'm like the the drop has been delayed thirty minutes, and then I just get like ninety <laughs> comments within ten seconds. I'm like fucking you know. You can just feel people just like raging at their. Why computer. did you delay it, LG? Why? Did yeah, you and there's delay been, it. And I try and be nice about. It. There's a few times, where, but I've literally written to people a couple times to be like, buddy. I don't work there. And they're like, oh, really? Or, or other times, like, yeah, I know. I'm just so mad. <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay. It'll happen. Relax. Just relax. You know, it's People like, just like want the, and it's also Kogi assist more than anything else. Well, and it, they want that Kogi. And it's also, it's, it's amazing. I think what's really amazing is people get so enraged. And I do as well. I have as well. Over, like, they haven't even lost money. It's over the, oper- especially the pack drops. It's like, but people don't have a spot in line. You know, you get queued up. And especially like yesterday was the drops and it's only 25,000 of them. And if people have spot like 120,000, definitely not getting anything. People get so enraged by the idea that they're not going to be, they don't get a high enough spot in line to then qualify to spend $9 on a pack that might be worth 400. Like, it's just like a funny, like what a weird dynamic we have. It's not like they're not actually losing money. It's yeah. that, it's that, tra- it's that trap where it's like, why didn't I, why wasn't I chosen to like give this, like the dream given to me? Why wasn't it handed to yeah. me? Why was it handed to the person next to me? And it's like such a, a dangerous game I've, to play to like start believing like you are entitled to anything, <laughs> you know. I've never seen that in a product like this, like so repetitively, right? Like, kind of bring out that inner child, like from grade five, where it's like, wait, why do I get picked? You know what I mean? Like, everybody puts up their hand, but only one kid gets to go to the front of the class. That's kind of how it feels, <laughs> for sure. And it feel and and when you're in grade five, you're like, it's so unfair. Even though it's like, well, no, the teacher can only pick one person. Like, that's, <laughs> that's math, man. But it's like they've kind of somehow made found a way to bring that back because that's how. It it feels like when you don't get a pack you're just like oh oh like it hurts right and you're like but you didn't even lose any money like nothing happened to you no but i'm yeah. just a loser so i'm just a loser yeah, at 100 107,000th place right now that's what it feels like and my cool friend like. amir got 11,000 like why is I he that it. much cooler that. is he 10x cooler oh, than me is that what top shot is telling me <laughs> you do have the patience of a kindergarten teacher i will say on twitter and like on your podcast you're like i know guys i'm also upset like like oh what a nice gentle a gentle host a, a great voice to be ushering me into this crazy crazy uh environment thank you uh, are you in in the weeds as well like or are you more focused on the macro picture of top shot like are you worried about your chris paul series two going up eight bucks oh. and flipping it or are you like let me sort of figure out uh, where Top Shot's going to be in five years more so than where it's going to be in five hours. Uh, both. I mean, I, again, I'm fortunate enough that I found this early enough that I do have like a few Series 1 moments that I've I've luckily held on to. I sold a ton at the 
way too early, um, foolishly, but you know, uh, no way, no way to get that back. Um, but I do, I, I have like, obviously like I have a long-term strategy where there's some stuff where it's like, no, like that is, that is the last stuff I would ever sell. You know what I mean? It's like, I'd only sell that. Like I have like a Giannis series one, like metallic gold. It's like, cool. Like that's a great moment. I will, if ever, if maybe if that's ever worth like half a million bucks, great. I'll sell it then. But for right now, I don't know, like 10 grand is like, no, it's like, I don't, it's, it's fine. Like I, I think it can go up more, let's say if this grows. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. But I do have short term. Like, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to do the LeBron seeing stars challenge. Like, I've been collecting those in the last couple of days. I've um, been thinking about the rising star Zion, although it's going to be super expensive. Um no, I, I've got like a short-term strategy. I also use Can I like very you much. In an Ish Smith. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I'm good. I sold all mine, man. Billy, I sold all two? those, man. <laughs> you got to really stop asking you can, him about the. Ish you can Smith. trade those for for a for a chocolate milk carton, man. I wouldn't two even for two hundred forty nine thousand dollars nine hundred ninety nine. Listen, Billy, I got a great place where you can go to find a trade partner, and it's called the NBA Top Shot Discord. Oh. I highly recommend it if you want to go. There. I'll see you <laughs> there. Been there. That's like it, that place is like Mad Max when they're giving each other water. Yeah, everyone's just huffing spray paint and melting in the desert together in that Top Shot Discord. It is a scary place. It's getting better. They're yeah. doing a great job cleaning it up and kind of getting it more orderly. So uh, it's getting better. No, anyways, I, I do actively buy and sell and trade, and I use very much like the Warren Buffett, uh, or I don't even know if he's ever said this, but what I think it's what I think Warren Buffett said once, but I don't know if he ever actually did is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is uh, it's something like I, I, he didn't say this, but it's it's like buy when everybody else is selling and sell when everybody else is buying. And in investing and trading, it's literally the hardest thing in the world is to go opposite the way of traffic, opposite the flow of traffic. But that is a strategy I've employed here and there. Is yeah. that to, to buy on the way down? Honestly. It's hard because like. Yeah, you're always like, oh, if it just went down, I would buy more. Like I always say that with Bitcoin. If it went down, I would buy more. And then it goes down. You're like, oh, actually, it's going down. I don't want to buy more. I want to sell more. Exactly. And then it's like, it's going up. You're like, oh, shit, it's too late. I should have bought when it was I down. I should have bought. I right. should have yeah. bought. Right. Buy the dip. Yeah. And buy we were dip. traumatized. We watched Bitcoin drop like 90% in like three months, three years ago. And so like there's mm -hmm. definitely some inherited trauma with also just being like, but when do I buy? It's all going to disappear in the end. Like that's, you know. That's it, so right? It, take, it takes some balls, yeah. It takes balls, but it's it's so counterintuitive. And yeah, you, when you, it's like it's like if you're in a crowd. If everybody starts running run one way, you're like, am I going to be the only person going the other way? Like that's, I'll probably die if that happens, right? But it's just <laughs> like, no, actually, you might be the only one who survives. Right. That's Will Smith right. does that in the movies. 
When everyone else is he running, did. he runs into the fire, and he's always the hero. So learn from Will, if no one else. Yeah, yeah. Long, long term, are you super optimistic? Are you cautiously optimistic? Are you a let's let's wait and see? It can go either way kind of guy. And let's say oh. past this off season, like where do you see Top Shot? Do you think there's five times as many people and the prices are soaring and there's another surge like there was in February, or that could have been a one once in a lifetime situation? Good question. I think I think the economy needs to stabilize. And I think we're getting closer to that. Like you can't have major surges like that. I don't think that's what Top Shot wants. Like they don't want people to buy the top and then get totally screwed. That's not the intent of that product. The market is going to be a market, so that might happen. But I think what they want, and I've been saying this for a while, is that it's like the ultimate goal is for a new person to come into Top Shot, be able to buy a very basic pack for very little money for that to be available to them and for them to open that pack and maybe get a good moment or maybe just get total crap. That That is goal number one. Goal number two is for that same person to go in the marketplace and find one of their favorite players for under 20 bucks. Like that is truly what I believe they want to do. So if your favorite player is, well, maybe not Ish Smith, but let's say like Damian Lillard, right? Great player, should be maybe an MVP candidate this year um, or you know should should have more accolades in his career. You should be able as a new collector, if that's your favorite player, to come in and buy him for like 25 bucks max. No matter no matter the scarcity count or any of that crap, like you should just be able to get, as a collector, get your favorite guy for an, a, an affordable price. That is a goal. Two weeks ago, that was impossible. But now we're getting a little closer to it. So that we need that to stabilize. Long term, I literally think that in Top Shot, I think we're looking at the tip of the iceberg. I think there's so much more we don't know that's going to be rolled out. Interesting. Yeah. I've heard like how it could potentially be like used for ticket sales or like VIP access in stadium, or it could make you an exclusive member because you own like 100 of this specific moment from this specific team. Do you think that it might go that way? Or is it going to turn into baseball, basketball cards where it's like you open a pack and some are good and some are bad. Like that seems big and possible. Um, but I'm curious, which, what do you think? Can it be both? I wonder. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because it's something with baseball cards. Like you never really thought of that, right? You never thought that you'd go to like I don't know, like a Mets game and be like, "Hey, look at my like collection," and they'd be like, "Oh, sit right here, sir." You know what right. I mean? Like you never <laughs> right. thought of that. Right. <laughs> like, oh. No, really. That's is so that you're like that's Franco, so right stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's guy. funny is that there's there's a meme that goes around a lot that I actually think it now is a joke, but I think that that'll actually be reality soon. Is uh, It's like the guy standing at the party and he's like, they don't know that I own a, a LaMelo ball. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? It's like this, like the stick drawing people. Yeah. And and I think that that is actually going to get flipped on its head that it's like, no, I think you're going to show up to a stadium and you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to scan your Top Shot account and they will know that you own a LaMelo and that will unlock something really special for you. I think that that... <laughs> A that soda. it would be a, a free would, soda. Yeah, soda. Yeah, no, but literally, dude, people love Not free mad at things, soda. man. Like a free, a free T-shirt, a free Same. T-shirt, whatever you want. You know what Same. I mean? It's like I, th- I think, I think that interesting. There's the sky's the limit. I think. What is going to be most important to that, though, is for it to not be cookie cutter. I think teams and players all need to develop an entirely different strategy for what they want that to be. So, for for example, maybe it'll turn out that like Evan Fournier has the best NFT. Uh, fan club there is like owning Evan Fournier moments that he gives the best rewards to his fans for owning NFTs of him that that could turn out to be true and that you're like hey man you know what who I love Evan Fournier like forget Steph Curry Steph Curry does nothing for his NFT owners I love Evan Fournier you know what I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's something you haven't thought of that yet but mm-hmm. NFTs might unlock that idea through the player's personality hmm. well Halliburton is starting to do that almost like becoming this top yeah. shot like celebrity where his moment 
he's not necessarily a better player than Chris Paul, but his he's got more top shot cachet and he's in the ecosystem enough that his moments are worth more. So we've already started seeing a little bit of that. Yeah, absolutely. We need Ish. We need Ish to get cute. All right, not to deviate from basketball too much, but through Top Shot, me, myself, and I, I bet a bunch of other people are starting to realize that the world of NFTs is so big and vast. You know, you're on Crypto Slam and you're like, wait a minute, what's Sorare? Wait a minute, what's CryptoPunks? Uh, what are these other NFTs? Do you mess with that whole uh, side of things too? I do. Do you have any favorites beyond NBA Top Shot? If Top Shot's your number one, what's your number two? Only stuff I'm, it has to be stuff I mess with. Sorry, <laughs> I'm playing on your phone. That's right, you have to mess with it. No, yeah, no, there's, I mean, I've been so preoccupied with Top Shot and doing the first mint that I've I've had to put a lot of that stuff on the back burner. I, I was relatively active in some other communities before. Um, there's a few really cool projects. I'm very keen on the gaming projects in, in, in NFT space. I think that they very quickly will provide the best use case for actual utility for actual utility in nfts like crypto punks all that kind of stuff like the only utility is clout that you're like i got the crypto punk and you know now there's like literally 10 million crypto punk offshoots of like crypto kongs and crypto dragon and crypto like someone made crypto punks like they made them outfits so you like it's just like i don't you know what i mean socks yeah there's all this stuff which is cool, but that's like that's kind of the gold rush part, honestly, is that it's just like everybody's like, we got to make this. And you can just go on Rarible and just make your own NFT. So it's like, cool, everyone's just trying to do this. Yeah. Um, there, there's some stuff that's been in development for years. It's been de- in development for as long as Top Shot, as, if not longer, that is about to go live um, on the gaming side. Uh, two games I want to talk about. One is called Axie Infinity. Basically, Axie Infinity is... It's, it's a little bit like Pokemon in the way that you collect like a little team. They're kind of like these little pig things and each have their own traits and, and abilities. It's, it, it basically, you play them against each other like a card game, like you play your moves, whatever. Um, and very similar to CryptoKitties, you can take two of them and breed them into a completely new uh, Axie, they're called. And basically, your Axie might, your new newly bred Axie might be super powerful if you get two other powerful ones together. So naturally within that, there's hundreds of thousands of them and they've got their own economy of like, here's the rarest ones or the best traits, they're worth more and so on. Within that game, um, when you play another person online, the winner gets seven of the tokens of the game. They're called Standard Love Potion, SLP. You use that token to breed your Axies. So it's kind of like you make the money that you then use to breed them but those tokens have actual financial value. Like each of those SLPs are worth like, I don't know, like a like one cent or something like that. So every time you battle, you make like seven cents. So if you're really good, you can make quite the killing. They have season long tournaments where it's like the purse is like 10 grand of, of these tokens. And the other thing that they've unlocked, and this, will, this is related to the next game I'm going to talk about called The Sandbox, is they've started to sell land in their game. So basically, right now it's a battle game, but soon it's going to be an open world game where you just travel around to other people's plots. And basically, you'll be able to charge people to like train their axes on your plot. So you actually own the land. So it's like, think of like Pokemon, except it's like, no, at one point you can actually just buy one of the gyms. And anytime someone goes in the gym, they pay you rent like it's Monopoly and you get paid in the rent of the tokens of the game. I'm so literally retro- telling Amir, I've wanted to open a Pokemon gym for years and he laughs me out every single time. There, <laughs> there's, I'm, I'm not kidding, Billy. There's a game called Chain Monsters, which is going to be on Flow. They're partnered with Dapper because they're building on Flow. That uh-huh. is literally po- Pokemon for the modern blockchain, where when they did their Kickstarter, you could literally buy one of the gyms. 
I will Jesus. be there. I'll see you there. <laughs> and you can name it. And you can, people have bought it. People own those gyms and they're going to name them after themselves. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, what, what <laughs> so, was, so, said there was another game? The other game is called The Sandbox. It's it's very much like Minecraft, right? So it's open world and you you just build all this, you build like dragons and roller coasters, all this crazy stuff. But same idea where they have sold plots of land that you own and you build whatever you want on it. So it's like literally Roller Coaster Tycoon owns like a giant square of land in the sandbox where they are going to build Roller Coaster Tycoon games in there eventually wow. when it opens up. And again, the idea that people, when they use it, you earn some of the in-game currency for sandbox is called sand naturally Classic. and you can use that sand to pay to build things or you can just cash it out and go make money retroactively think about what that means think about the ownership of a video game level think about if i sold you like level two of the original super mario how much would that be worth that every single time someone played level two of super mario the first one you got rent from that how much would that that in nft form be worth a 21 <laughs> Million, tw- 42. Oh, shit. Is there a right answer? Is there a free life? life? I think there's a free life on that level, so it might be worth more, AB. Yeah, you go down exactly. the pipe, no. right? It's all blue. And then the <laughs> but that's what no, but you guys are joking, but I'm dead serious. Like this, it's it's like it's gonna change the way you play these games in the way that right now, yeah, in Fortnite you can buy a skin or whatever, but it's like, yo, Fortnite shuts down, you're screwed. Like you're forget your stuff's it's not worth anything. Whereas this is like, no, you can take your land from the sandbox and you can right. go into any other NFT exchange and sell it wherever you want. Yeah. You know, has- and that's that's what it's going to be. It feels like Monopoly, where when they land on your real estate, they have to pay a little. You know, it's exactly my, like Monopoly, except you get the in-game token that you can That's then right. use to make make more stuff, there you or go. just no, cash out, cash out if you want. Everything you is everything is Pogs and Magic: The Gathering, just digitized. It's all the or the Tamagotchis, the Giga Pets we grew up with, like watering your little fake plant so that it grows up and do a full yeah. thing. It's all like the new twenty twenty one version of that stuff. It is, yeah. And um, when I hear yeah. about new stuff the angel on my shoulders like you know this is for young kids you got the nba stuff that makes sense and then there's like the devil on the other side he's like this is it you're finally hearing about it it's like hearing about top shot in september you got to like learn this ecosystem monetize it now stake your flag so that in two years when your dad is asking you have you ever heard about this thing like yeah i've been there for two years and he's like oh my god how did you know about it basically i had the guy on a podcast and what's a podcast I feel like I'm on two minds about this whole shit. LG, if I told you how many times I've heard Amir say, how have we not put our life savings into this about various things in the past six months? But Top Shot really took the cake. A collision of all of Amir's worst vices collapsing into one. It was dangerous. It's a dangerous situation for me. The The way I see this stuff, guys, is that this is all the early goings of all of it. And same as if you compare it to something like social media, it's like, yeah, there was like ICQ and MSN Messenger and MySpace and Friendster. There was all that before Zuckerberg even thought of his like first his stupid little website where he had like, you know, you'd say hot or not or whatever it was. I got him banned from Harvard. And then he (laughs) built Facebook. Like all that stuff happened before he could do that. And I actually think we're still at that stage of Mm -hmm. NFTs where it's like we might still be at like the dot com boom stage of NFTs. And the way that the person who's going to go and build the true, literal, like life-changing app in NFTs, they're probably still like 15 years old and they're just starting to learn computer science. And when they turn 19 or 20, they might build the Facebook of this stuff. But that's still, they, they, they won't be enabled to do that without this current surge of interest into this whole world. 
right? right. So that's that's kind of where I see it. Where it's like, yes, there's this huge surge, and where everybody, like Rob Gronkowski, is selling NFTs, and like Paris Hilton, and like, whoa, it's amazing. But it's like, no, like wait a couple years, wait until the younger generation has time to wrap their heads around this and actually come at it from a completely different perspective. That's where NFTs will actually change the way we do things. So mm. you're saying we should purchase a 14 year old right, right now, yep. lock mm, him mm, or her up. Already too much yep. for me. Use pay them in the sand token. How much sand yes. do you have on you? Cover them right in sand. Now? I think he said cover them in sand. <laughs> no, we have to think about this. Think outside the bun. Um, all right, it would be a shame if we didn't talk about basketball a little bit. Where did you grow up? How did you become such an NBA fan? And do you have any finals predictions this year? Do you are you able to disassociate oh. yourself from Top Shot and watch the game? Absolutely. As a fan anymore? Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't had the chance to watch too many games, but I did at the start of the season. Uh, I grew up downtown Toronto, so I'm a Raptors fan. So we we finally got a championship, you know, just as a city because we hadn't had anything since the like mid '90s Blue Jays. So very satisfied and still still feeling that. So it's okay if the Raptors are obviously having a hard time this year and trade away Kyle, like at, at peace with that at this point. Wow. Um, it's very predictions. Ah, oh, whatever, man. We we got ours. It's all good. You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. we we know we're not we're not winning it this year. Like if if we're gonna win it this year, we would have had to trade for like Beal or something like that at the start of the year. You know what right, I mean? We would have had right. to make a move that made sense to get some scoring, and we didn't, and that's fine. But it's like at this point, it is what it is. Um, predictions for this year, man. Hmm, that's a great question. I think you know the trade today is a really big one of PJ Tucker going to the Bucks. Like that's that's a huge huge move. Um, you really got to wonder who's going to be able to stay healthy. I think that always comes back to that. Uh, without a doubt, fully healthy, the final four are the Bucks, the Nets, and the Lakers and the Clippers. Like all the other teams, like great that some guys are having MVP years, all that kind of stuff. But it's like just knowing how the ba- how basketball works, it's like that you need stars. You need you can't win a playoff series if you don't have the best player on the floor. And that that and, and that's not on paper. That's like whoever plays actually better in that series the best player will typically win a playoff series unless you're like the pistons from 2005 or whatever so it's really going to be down to those four teams who which player out of all everybody on those teams is going to play the best like can lebron play at that level can Kawhi find that form from two years ago kd Giannis. like i think that that's really who it comes down to is is who can who can rise above the top this year i'd love to see Giannis finally get a championship that would be freaking awesome um but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Wow. You don't know? Damn it. I was hoping you <laughs> spoil it. Huge drop so we can clip that as part of it. Be like, LG not only knows what's going to happen All right. in Top Shot. Okay. He I do know. Oh, I do know. Roham oh Rohe- Rohe- told me. He dropped and he said the, pa- the Pacers are going to win the championship, actually. Oh, Brogdon. It was Brogdon, Brogdon the Brog- whole It's going to be Brogdon finals MVP. Yeah, I got to buy the sorry, moments. Sorry. I got to buy the moments. Sorry, Roham. Yeah. Get the moments for Brogdon, man. It's going to happen. It Sabonis. Miles Turner. I love Miles Turner. Great. Show me Karis Levert. <clears throat> Show me Karis oh, yeah, right. with his on that team. Yeah, can he uh, be comeback player of the year from this the year? same season? Can he? No, I think it's yeah. Too late. That, I, well, there is <laughs> I no know it doesn't work player. like that. Yeah, there's no come. I think it's most improved. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So he really couldn't win that award. I think it's isn't it's there some down award? Randall and Wood is, comeback player. There oh, isn't. Sure. I think the NFL has that. Did they rebrand yeah. it? Just most improved. Yeah, I think the NBA equivalent was most improved from last year to this. Got you. Um. Okay, and then last little bit of advice. Somebody wants to get into Top Shot. I think signups are available. Uh, do you have any good, like, intro, like, you know, buy what you like, 
uh, maybe best cereal, worst player, any like general tips that you can give to anybody yes, who's... We just, we just gave it away. Oh. All Pacers, baby. All, all Pacers. All Brogdon. All day. <laughs> all it's day. easy. It's Indeed, easy. Baby. It's <laughs> or you know what? Forward. Pick all the last place teams and just hope that one of them wins 20 in a row and makes the playoffs. That's a good mm. strategy, too. Yeah, only the worst teams. Everybody on Minnesota, perfect. Longest odds. Um, <laughs> Seems like everyone has a couple of Cokies. Seems like we all got a couple of Cokies. Actually, that's actually, I feel like I actually do. That's weird you say yeah. that. Oh, um, it's real. I don't know why there's, I don't know why there's plays in Top Shot that I feel like that's the only player I ever get and everybody else <laughs> does. Um, no, my advice, honestly, is that this is a very emotional product and it's also an investment product. So those are two very difficult things to balance. Buy a player you love. Like a guy, not like not a fan favorite, but like someone that you're like, I kind of like this guy and I don't think a lot of other people do. Like for me, it would be like, I don't know, like Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner is great. Like Karis LeVert right. the last couple of years. Like these aren't the megastar players, but they're players that I'm like, no, I like even Markel Fultz. I bought, I bought one, one of the first days I joined. I was like, I kind of like Markel Fultz. Like I hope, I hope he has a good comeback and he does really well in his career. And that, that to me is like the best way to emotionally invest at low, mm-hmm. at low, low stakes is to get players you love. And then otherwise, get in line for packs. You want the packs. The packs are what it's all about. And then when it comes down to decisions, like people are like, should I keep these like, you know, I have three Marvin Bagley's. Should I trade them in for LeBron? Yes, do it. Absolutely. (laughs) Get the stars. Get, get. There's like an upper crust of players in Top Shot that to me are like the tried and true, like nothing can happen to these guys, mainly because their legacies are pretty much set. Like LeBron, KD, and Steph. It's like those guys, any of those guys just retire right now and you'd be like, yes, that that was one of the best players ever. Like without a doubt, they won everything they needed to win. Everybody else after that, even like Giannis or Luca or whatever, it's like, no, they still got plenty to prove. So that's a bit of a risky investment. Like a lot of people are like, I love Luca. It's like, yo, Luca's never won a playoff series, man. You don't know what his career is going to be like. If, if you go three years down the line and he's never won a playoff series, it's kind of a bust, isn't it? Yeah, if he doesn't win one playoff series by the age under, of underwhelming, underwhelming, yeah. definitely, yeah, say, yeah without right, a doubt. yeah, not maybe for an MVP. Candidate. Maybe Price is not going for what they are now if 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 he can't get that done. And the same goes for any player that the general media narrative is that they still have something left to prove, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Definitely. So if you're investing for the long term in Top Shot, it's like, yeah, Zion's having a great season, but dude's never been in the postseason. He's never even played a fully healthy season, like. That's not, that's great. I love Zion. I have a lot of great Zion moments, but man, like you got to choose between him and like a KD, like, oh, KD, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> that's, guar- that's, guar- that's guaranteed. Solid, yeah. Money in the bank. I think it's um, money in yeah. the dapper. I think the new expression is money in the dapper, folks. Now we're money talking. in the dapper. The pretty psyched about that home. one. Not going to lie. Pretty psyched that's about that great one. Great one to end it on, too. Uh, okay, <laughs> LG, again, if people want to hear more, gain more insight, What's the podcast? What's the Twitter? How do people find you? Uh, my handle's at Roham on Twitter. No, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> when people ask me my people ask me like, "What's your name in Top Shot?" I'm like, Roham. It's Roham. It's just like send moments, send gift moments to Roham. Um, no, so you can find me at the First Mint on Twitter uh, and on YouTube as well. We do a couple shows a week. We got two podcasts per week, Mondays and Wednesdays. So you can find those on iTunes and Spotify, all the usual places. Twitter's where it's at, though. That's where we get a lot of action. That's where we post all the Woj news, like all the, you know, yesterday it was that the uh, there's another all-star set coming. So we posted that, like kind of a, a pretty much breaking right when it happened. So mm-hmm. that's the place to be is those places to, to see what's going on with the first minute with Top Shot. Sweet. Well, I know there you're insanely busy right now, so we appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Of course. The pleasure is all ours. And thank you guys for listening. Of oh. course, we'll be back as soon as possible. Uh, get that top shot. Get in there. Join us. Join us. Join those pack drops. They're fun. Later. Bye, everybody.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>